0: Welcome back to the Den for this important episode. Well, Jags fans, it finally happened. Urban Meyer is out as the head ball coach. Did I think it would happen before the end of the year? I don't know. We have four weeks left in the season. We're right here in the end. You know, and after everything that we've already gone through this whole entire year, and it lasted this long. I I just honestly thought that we would get through the rest of the year and part ways after the season. But now with so many things really now involving himself and players on the team, the whole incident with Marvin Jones, and now with Josh Lambeau, who used to be the kicker for the Jaguars, now comes out about an allegation that happened in the final week of the preseason. So am I totally surprised that this happened? No, I'm not. But it finally happened, and here we are going over it. Urban has struggled... And has been in boiling water since being hired by the Jaguars in January this year. Most coaches don't even go through things like this in their careers, let alone one season. And also, with everything that has happened this year, has basically involved you. ESPN's Michael DiRocco organized a tenure for Urban Meyer. Urban hires Chris Doyle, the strength and conditioning coach who is accused of harassment and racial remarks, towards those players at Iowa. And after the Fritz Pollard Alliance started giving Urban and the organization a lot of heat about the hiring of Doyle, Doyle then resigns. So, did we just not think to pay attention to why he was let go at Iowa? Which is a college, okay? University of Iowa. He lets go from that program and then gets hired by a professional football team. Do we just not care what we look at and what we don't anymore? We have got to pay attention. So now let's jump to April, to the draft. The Jaguars draft Trevor Lawrence, the number one over a pick. And then we draft Travis Etienne. Afterwards, Urban informs the press that he didn't want Travis Etienne. That he'd rather have had the wide receiver from Florida instead. And was upset that he didn't get what he wanted. Do I like Travis? Yes. I think he'll be a great ball player. And I really hope that he comes back next year 100% ready to go. And, and we'll be good in the backfield. But do we also need receivers? Yes, we, we, we really do need a receiver. Now I think the receiver could have helped us. But don't whine and complain that you got a draft pick that you didn't want. You got a draft pick that you didn't want, and you came to the press, and you whined and complained about it. Then in July, the NFL fined the team $200,000 and Urban himself $100,000 for excessive contact that happened in June. So they're also making the Jaguars forfeit two of the OTAs for next season. So now I'll drop them down to only eight. Like 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 what is going on? Like does this guy just not think about what he's doing? Or like the consequences that could happen? Like, I, mean, I mean, that's money that you shouldn't be giving away as an organization and as a person. So let's jump now to the start of the season against the Texans. The Jaguars struggled all game and looked a little unprepared for the first game of the season. who is against a Houston team that was dealing with a lot of things in the offseason with Deshaun Watson. And that their heads weren't really in the right place leading up to to the first game of the season. And a lot of people thought that with everything that was going on, you lose a couple of defensive players, you lose your star quarterback, that they were projected to be the worst team in the NFL. But here they are against the first game of the season against the Jaguars. And they win 37-21. The Houston Texans are currently 2-11. and Right next to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We gave up 37 points to a Houston team that has the same record as us. Now we all know what happened in October. Coach Meyer lost in a Thursday night game against the Bengals, which was a really good game for the Jacks. Trevor Lawrence looked pretty well, had that, had that key rushing touchdown. Everyone was, was excited. Thought Jacksonville might pull it out, but unfortunately, came up short. So here was when everything starts unfolding. Urban decides not to fly back to Jacksonville with the team and stays in Ohio. Which is extremely unprofessional and cannot happen, especially when you're the head football coach and you run that team. Urban is then caught at a bar with a woman who isn't his wife and who is a lot younger than his wife. So there was leaked videos, all this stuff came out. Urban had to do a whole apology, all this stuff. Just very unprofessional stuff, very unprofessional. Especially when you're being viewed every single week When you have all this attention on you already every single week, that kind of stuff cannot happen. It it just cannot happen. So Khan, who is the owner of the Jaguars, for those of you who do not know, had made a statement that Urban lost his trust and it had to be re-earned. So let's just pause for a second. This is a grown man and a leader of a national football team that is full of men who is getting paid millions of dollars. And Khan acts like he's Urban's father and says, you have to earn my trust back. But I guess in a way, he is like Urban's father. You have to do what he says, and if you do stupid things, you get in trouble, and you lose his trust. I'm sure this happened with a lot of us out there. We've disappointed our parents. We did something wrong that we weren't, you know, supposed to, and we lost our trust, and they gave us the whole spiel about having to earn their trust back. But that shouldn't happen to you as a grown man in the National Football League, especially. A few days ago, there was an altercation between Meyer and Marvin Jones at practice that left Marvin leaving practice. You made your player leave practice and have to be kind of bribed to return from what they say. Now so many stories have came out that there was a screaming match from what the reporter had said. But Urban came out and said it didn't happen. In a press conference, he asked if he could give out Marvin's phone number so that the reporters could ask him. Because Urban was so sure that none of it happened. Then Marvin comes out this week, and says that there was a heated conversation, but they handled it like grown men. Marvin said that there was a little disagreement in what was being said, and he went to Urban, and they handled it like grown men. So which one is it? Was it a fight? Was it an argument? Or did it just not happen at all? We can't just ever get one story. I mean, obviously people are going to twist things and we deal with that on a daily basis already. People will twist things from the regular truth. But when you have three people come out and two of them were the individuals that are being accused of having the altercation, come out and give you two different stories that it either didn't happen or that it did happen, but it didn't happen to the extent of what the reporter was saying and that it was handled. Like if Marvin came to Urban to fix the situation, even though it was a heated talk, why couldn't Urban just say that? Why couldn't you tell us from the get-go that, yeah, Marvin and I had a pretty heated conversation. He didn't like a couple things that I said or that I brought up or anything like that, and it upset him. But we talked it out, and we're good now. But he kept feeding to us that nothing really happened, that him and Marvin are on great terms, that he is a great leader in the locker room and all this stuff. And it goes on to tell the reporters that he would like to give out Marvin's phone number if he can to really prove his point that everything is okay. So now this week, ex-Jaguar kicker Josh Lambeau now comes out about the incident that happened the last week of spring training. Now Urban Meyer kicked him in the leg and told him to make his you-know-what kicks. To make his you-know-what kicks. And kicked him in the leg. Lambeau then said to Meyer to never blank touch me again. Urban finished by saying that he is the head coach and that he can kick whoever he wants. What in the world is wrong with this guy? Does he have something wrong with him? This is not a guy who should have been hired at the beginning of the year. It's not. This guy is extremely unprofessional and just doesn't fit the requirements of being a national football coach. He's just not. And Con, we have to be more thorough now on who we hire as a head coach. This has changed every single thing you do when you're trying to hire a head coach. This cannot happen again. It absolutely cannot happen again. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And I'm sure it's more embarrassing for Khan now that he has to walk around And now when people see him, you know, that's what everybody's going to want to talk about. Or even if they don't want to talk about it, and now people stare at you and look at you, they know the kind of guy that you hired. Now, I don't know if Urban just fed them whatever they wanted to hear. Maybe maybe they did. Maybe he did. But we have to be better now in the future. We have to be better. This is unacceptable. Khan released a statement after the firing of Urban Meyer, in which he said that Darrell Beville will serve as the interim head coach for the Jaguars for the remainder of the season. After deliberation over many weeks and thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change needs to be made. I informed Urban of the change this evening. Happened last night. As I stated in October regarding our trust and respect was essential. Regrettably, it did not happen. So the GM and Daryl will work together to help inspire our team and to help them stay competitive while representing Jacksonville proudly over our final four games of the season. Khan then finishes up and says that he will not comment further until some point following the conclusion of the NFL season. So he's going to go a full four weeks without giving any further comment. I honestly I honestly don't know I don't know what else to say. This has been an absolute embarrassment of a year for the Jacksonville Jaguars as a team. A front office, ownership, fan base and even for the city. You have all this going on with what with just your head coach Now you have to somehow or another figure out about everything that happened in the last, like, you have to forget about everything that happened in the last 12 hours or so as a team. And you have to focus up for the game Sunday against Houston. This man has set back the whole team, especially Trevor. He basically has thrown that man to the Wolves since the start of the season. And I believe there was no help given to Trevor. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Urban told him all year, up until now, to figure everything out on his own the mistakes he makes, the decision making that he makes, just everything. I wouldn't be surprised if Urban Meyer never helped him, and told him to figure it out on his own. I wouldn't be surprised even if Urban didn't allow the staff to help Trevor. You look at him week after week, and he looks like he isn't progressing at all. It looks as if he is pressing and is afraid to mess up. He may have been preaching that he wants to start playing freely to maybe give us a sign that he isn't being allowed to do so. Think about that for a second. The last two weeks, Trevor has really been preaching that he wants to start playing freely to maybe give us a sign that he isn't being allowed to do so. And I hate to go back on the topic again, but you just don't run the ball eight times last week, seven with your running back and expect to win a football game and expect for that to be okay in general. I don't know whose game plan in the NFL is to run the ball that amount of times. Let alone, even if you're Mike Leach, Mississippi State, who runs an air raid offense. Mississippi State ran the ball 15 times against Tennessee State. And that was the lowest amount of attempts all year. 15. They ran the ball 19 times against Alabama and had minus one yards total. Had minus one total yards rushing, but tried to run the ball 19 times, which is double of what the Jaguars did last week. The most Mississippi State had was 35 against Kentucky. But that's exactly my point. You don't run an air raid offense in the NFL. You cannot rush the ball eight times. When a a team, it's college, but you're still playing football. But when a team goes out there and they are throwing the ball around 50, 55 times a game, and they're still running the ball more than what you are. And you're and you're not passing the ball as much. Yeah, Trevor threw 42 times. But that was also because you only ran the ball eight times. That number would have been a lot lower if you would have ran the football. He did it on purpose last week. And I truly believe that. This man did not try his best to help this team be successful all year long. I really, truly feel bad for that team. I I feel bad for the Jaguars. You're sitting at two and 11, with 10 of those losses being by double digits. 10 of those losses being by double digits. No, let's just say Trevor comes out and he's throwing the ball all over the yard and has multiple touchdown passes and is limited on interceptions. James Robinson runs the ball efficiently. The O line, and honestly, everyone, everyone on the team looks great on Sunday, with the Jags not only beating the Texans but put up 20-plus points because right now they're sitting at around 11. So 20 right now is a huge number for how this offense is. It will honestly show me that Urban was the reason for this team's failure. And I'll leave it at that. If that happens on Sunday, Urban Meyer was the reason for this team's failure. But like I said yesterday, I will be back Friday, tomorrow, a look ahead at the ballgame on Sunday, in hopes that the Jaguars defeat the Texans, and end this crazy week, On a high note. So until tomorrow. Jaguar Nation. Y'all be good.